and welcome to the latest episode of The Altar. We've got some brown person and a couple whites. Is Jewish, <laughs> is Jewish white? Oh, I gotta ask Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. I gotta ask Whoopi. Ashkenazi Israeli, bro. What about Israeli? No, not you. Anyways, so we got we got Max uh, and Caparata with us today, and we're gonna talk about all sorts of fun stuff. And what I mean by that is that I get to drink, and he gets to go on about nerd shit and maybe some some more crimes. Is my understanding. Mm-hmm. So let it, let's go into that. So I mean, basically, you already have like an idea what you want to like what you want to be talking about, right? So we got. Um, yeah. Simplicity I, I of don't nukes. Wanna, like, uh, just like sit up here and soliloquy. Oh no! Well, like, people have like questions, some questions. Or cracks to to throw at me. That's great. We'll start. Let's start off uh, with with the great one. What do you think about Hiroshima, dude? Nagasaki. Is that good or bad? Was it good or bad? Yeah. It's was it justified? The worst. Was it justified? Thing. It like everything that federal government has ever done. It was literally um, absolutely unnecessary and horrible. I like when people, because uh, um, it's like every time, every time around the anniversary of it on Tumblr, man, there's oh, there's those people out there like trying to defend it all the time. And then I'm trying to remember Marcel's Marcel's post he'd done where he's like, okay, so. What if the Riddler was dropping little leaflets around Gotham saying he's going to blow up the library and then he did it? And then some people were like, well, that would that'd be the wrong for the Riddler to do. He can't just, like, it doesn't matter that he warned them. He's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just because he warned them that they're going to be dropping nukes and shit. And, like, and I'm, I'm trying to remember one person. You're going to tell me that you, uh, you dropped leaflets on barely literate poverty stricken under embargo uh people living in a uh like semi-industrial city who as soon as they leave will probably starve to death because of lack of food distribution systems that you know oh there's going to be another american bombing happens all the time um yeah it was uh what was it it was august 6th oh yeah so, okay, we got a couple months for people to have really horrible takes on the atomic bombings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think the story actually begins a little bit before in the 20s with uh, atomic weapons. They were uh, always theorized about by physicists. Um, and people thought, you know, this should be theoretically possible to, uh, you know, either add atoms together or split them apart to uh, get energy out. And uh, just the same way we do chemical reactions to make gunpowder explosives, we can make atomic reactions to make atomic explosives. Um, What wasn't really understood at the time was the consequences of fallout or or radiation. Um, The spectra like the physics of and chemistry of understanding that stuff was very infancy i mean it goes back to like convincing those poor ladies that painted radium on the dials of like aircraft in world war ii you know about this 
No, I don't. But I, I, I know oh, this with is all the, they, they would lick the, the fucking brushes and yeah, shit. Yeah, they would lick the brush to get it to straighten. And then they oh, all, yeah. every single one got mouth cancer. And, you know, here they are building planes for the government. And, you know, their Oops. jaws fall off like five years later. Um, but the, uh, the idea for an atomic weapon, uh, there's, of course, two kinds. There's the fission, uh, which is breaking apart atoms. And there's a fusion weapons. And so actually the um, scientist who described uh, a fusion weapon, not a fusion weapon, but the process of fusion was George Gamow, who's working in the Soviet Union at the time, mm. in the 20s, and actually was uh, got out before like Stalinist purges started happening. And he came to the United States um, and started working. And actually this was uh, one of his students ended up being Robert Brownlee, who was an astrophysicist um, that I actually got to work under. So yeah. a lot of my stories here are going to be accounting from Rob, Dr. Brownlee, okay. who was uh, subsequently a member of Los Alamos. And um, I think he's will always hold the record for most um, atomic tests ever witnessed by an individual human being um based yes yeah and he lived to like 90. he was he i mean he was fine in that regard but um so going back to the 20s they're thinking okay how can we do this you got oppenheimer you've got um the original i mean idea of getting energy out of its atoms was einstein right equals mz squared uh where you can convert mass into energy, which is what happens in all atomic weapons, it happens in stars. That's why astrophysicists are involved in um, this kind of research. And, uh, which I am, by the way. So uh, they- um, Old brag. <laughs> they would, uh, they, the Germans uh, kind Shout of dismissed this. Up until the 20s, um, the Germans were really the forefront of, physics in the world and then the nazis came to power and they noticed that all of the good german physicists also were jews <laughs> and so they kicked them all Prancy, out Prancy, of Prancy. germany and they dismissed atomic physics as like you know jewish you know mysticism basically um <laughs> so if the nazis had been slightly less racist they would have had the bomb first uh, if, if their fundamental beliefs were altered completely then then they could win world war ii Exactly. Except for the um, heavy water thing that didn't work too well for them either. Fucking cringe. The, the heavy water. Yeah, that, that, yeah they, they came around at the tests. end of the day realizing um, uh, we, sh we should start working on this. Too, too little, too late, though. Yeah. Um, so anyways, it, the, the Manhattan Project was like compartmentalized. There were maybe like a dozen people on earth who knew the entire scope of the project um they were all jews all jews <laughs> not including the jews. vice president and so uh like people show up at work they they were just like working on one small part of this thing there was one guy i mean new a, a fission weapon simple it's a it's a shotgun that shoots uranium into uranium and it blows up i thought you were saying uranus um, i was like yeah <clears throat> right in there. um and they, uh, it, all it was really needed was to enrich uranium to a point that if you shoot it with a gunpowder, you know, slug, 
it will accelerate uh you know it's it's rich enough in in visible material that when it smashes into another piece of rich material it will blow up it's a really simple project um and so they just like separated each little engineering component um out and you know a few hundred or thousand engineers were working on it they test it um and fdr dies and then they decide hey we should really uh use this thing um and they weren't sure like this is like that spring, the summer of World War II, 45, where they're like, well, the Russians did kind of also invade Poland and Finland and are occupying all of Eastern Europe, which we said we would kind of be liberating, right? And they're like, well, okay, well, we've lost enough dudes at this point. Um, and so they, uh, but they, we need to take care of Japan first too. And so they, uh, Japan had already offered to surrender at this point. Like that is a documented historical fact. The Japanese emperor, um, along with his government, had authorized that, like, yes, we can negotiate with the Americans a peace. Uh, anything's on the table except we want to keep the emperor. And the Americans use that as an excuse. They're like, no, we want unconditional uh, surrender. Uh, because you can't keep the emperor, and then they let them keep the emperor anyways. Um, so the atomic Probably. weapons were really just not, the Hiroshima and Nagasaki were science experiments and shows of force against the Soviet Union. That's all. And Truman wanted to kill all the Catholics at was it Nagasaki? Yes, a satanic ritual <laughs> by the Freemasons. There we go. There it is. Yeah, uh, you guys okay. got those buying crack pipes, huh? Um, yeah, we got we got we got our Hunter Biden crack pipes. I was very excited. Let me just say, if my employer ever finds this episode, um, that don't don't say anything bad. Shooting shit for yeah, the uh, don't say the anything bad. and purely for um, entertainment purposes. It's one hundred percent satirical. All all statements made are for comedic purposes only. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Truman is a documented member of uh, like a thirty third degree. Freemason, okay, and um, the uh, yes, the center of Catholicism uh, was in uh, it was Hiroshima, right? It was, yeah, uh, I think so. Could be, and um, uh, what it was originally, what day? Uh, it was a Sunday morning, like they're on literally God's day on God, mm -hmm. yeah. Anyways, shit. That's just a conspiracy theory tangent about it. But uh, yeah, it was a science experiment. They withheld uh, firebombing those areas. Japanese cities were all made out of wood, so they it's they just go up like that. Um, and uh, they withheld firebombing so they could better measure the effect of the atomic weapon on it. Um, like we're saving you for later. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, it's, it's horrific. Like you can see, you know, the, the power flash burns, like there's, there are misleading things. Like I understand some people might think, oh, the atomic weapons aren't real. Uh, it's just a conspiracy. There's people that think atomic weapons are not real. That's an actual thought. That people have. I thought no. we would. I thought somebody would like joke. Some, about I think someone did put like a mile long post that I completely ignored. That 
I remember this post. This is an actual thought. Yeah, I've never seen that. Holy shit. Or Matt didn't because you got banned that day. Probably. (laughs) The day I got banned, it's a conspiracy against me, man. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, I think there's a theory out there that, yeah, uh, the the government made up atomic weapons just to scare everybody. And it was like Mm. uh, their way of saying, like, oh, we can never have open war with the Russians because, like, both sides agreed to detente. Which was not the case at all. Um, they, um, I mean, you can you can go documented like you know radioactive sites to this day, um, like Hiroshima and Nagasaki. You can see the flash burns or Nevada, which we're going to get to. You could go all over Nevada. <laughs> There's areas closed off, and you bring a Geiger counter out, and you'll be like, oh shit, I should not hang out here. Uh, I keep forgetting I live like a couple of hours away from like atomic test sites. Like I can drive to them anytime I want. Just get fucking dosed with radiation. Max, can mm-hmm. you drink? I'll be back. Nuclear water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so Nuclear thought, water. Like, Nuclear. what do you mean? Like the water in like a react, like a water reactor, like this. I think. I think so. Yeah. 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 It's like, technically all it's diffused, those... right? We talked about this uh, the first time you were on. The water's only there for heat. Um, yeah, yeah. the 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 radiation and and it's it's deep enough that uh, the reactor, like the top, there's a margin for safety. Like you can boil six feet of water off the top of the reactor before you need to top it up again. That's a margin of safety, right? Mm. Um, and so, yeah, people and I. Uh, this is something Brownlee talked about because he worked on those reactors a little bit here and there. Um, go visit them. And yeah, there was, uh, there's one guy and you can probably find a YouTube video of him describing like the workers would just nonchalantly just go for swims in the reactor pool. Because it was like yeah. a heated bath. It was like a heated pool. It was like 70 degrees or like 70 Based. degrees at the top. Um, but if you dive six feet down, you start getting a lot of radiation i mean it would take years to kill you but uh so here's a question did anybody pee in the nuclear water (laughs) yeah but it didn't matter (laughs) i want to imagine somebody like scooping up to take a drink and they're just like who peed in the reactor pool like do you think it's like that brazilian fish that like he pees in it and the radiation goes up his like urethra Mm, like that one like little fish like that little fish yeah, I just I actually just... Um, because your reproductive cells are what replicate fastest. Um, radiation, radioactive particles build up in your re- reproductive cells quickest. So yes, so I can tra- I can give all... someone an STD, but it'd be radiation based. Your sperm will be radioactive if you. So I can have give my own little radioactive Ubermensch Italian men. All right, uh, that's all I need to know. I'm going to go to a reactor site. I'm going to go visit Ben, and then Ben's going to drive me out to some test site, and I'm just going to rub my Pishkadel all over, like, whatever the like, loudest part of the Geiger counter reads. I'm going to rephrase what uh, John Otter of the chat said, uh, uranium golden shower. Yellow cake shower. Yeah. God. Yeah, yellow, Golden yellow, cake yellow. uranium used uh, with radioactive material and my fucking piss. Oh, God. <laughs> with not a lot of water. So uh, you get a material milk. It's a well-known fact that the United States used the existence of Yimra's piss as justification to invade Iraq. Mm-hmm. 
Listen, there's a lot of gold in them hills. Oh my god. I do not hydrate. Oh, that's why it's so. Look, it's they were they had pictures of the yellow cake. That's him flaking out the the dick cheese. Uh, dick what? cheese. Yo, who's yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Bit? Oh, well, that's... Yeah, from, the, from the foreskin. I wouldn't oh, yeah. know. I got this, I got this joke doesn't yeah. work. I'm a cut warrior, bro. Yeah, <laughs> raw cut. No, yeah. I sheathe my mess. blade. I am always at the ready. I mean, it's all, it's all numbed down now. I got some extra cuts on there, unrelated to to you know mm. what some rabbi did in year one. What? Oh, I don't know. really? Really? You, you play really with a couple razor blades. Really off topic. You, you go to the UK and, and get teased off. Some couple of angry twinks. Someone you know, brought you know pegging to me. A nuclear pegging. Wait, do the twinks in the UK? They're like the Peaky Blanders. They they, the they have like the razor blades in their hats. Oh, you know, like I when they just around after like the suck job in their foreskin. Well, sometimes they nu- they nuzzle around it, but they're still wearing the hat. And then the blades in the back just kind of, kind of. No, it's in the times. front. Isn't the blade in the front? Oh, but you put it to the. Back it's it's in the, the back of the head, so you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. Oh. Fake fan, fake fan. So someone did uh, send me some meme about like I was like oh like the peg legs coming back Google pegging to find out more I'm like oh god it reminded me a story of in like gamer chat that I used to be in I guess there was some dude that's not in there anymore because they got roasted as shit but him and his him and his girlfriend or wife at the time. Or they're still together. I don't know, but they like they got an idea of pegging, and he's like, "Yeah, let's let's try it out, right?" They did it, but they didn't lubricate the strap, and she just shoved it in. <laughs> I guess it was. Just a... well, I, I feel like that prostate, like fucking, like massive, like Iraq invasion level hit, must have been like the most, <laughs> like an atomic, most like atomic bitter shock it off. Like, like he must have like came and then immediately like started crying right after. All right, let's let's go have back seen, to, to the, uh, the story. Oh, just one last time. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, no, 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 the guy who shot the doctor doing a prostate exam on him because. It oh yeah, that was a, that was a great yep. read. No, I, okay. I didn't. I did not. All right, let's let's return to the horrible uh, atomic holocaust of the Japanese people. Yeah. So they, uh, yeah, there were um, an atomic weapon has three different effects. Okay. There's there's the electromagnetic uh, heat flash basically uh, of just the light radiation coming off of of atoms splitting apart releases gamma rays and then uh, which are like high energy light you know gives you cancer uh, is really hot and uh, can vaporize you essentially like laser beam right mm-hmm. except it's not a laser it's a big flash uh, so that's what hits people first that's why there's the shadows of people on certain like you know stone buildings or cement buildings that, that they literally have an atomic shadow because the stone got bleached by the gamma rays and they left a little shadow Jesus. and their bodies were, would still be there if you left a shadow you would still be there because you weren't so close to have the second part which is the actual expanding of the air igniting from the high heat and pressure immediately in the vicinity of the explosion so there's kind of this there's a there's a flash there's the heat expanding out and and there's like this pressure wave and that like will that pressure wave will vaporize you know this immediate surroundings like a few dozen i, I forget hiroshima is like a dozen kilometers wide the mm. uh or like maybe a kilometer or something like that i'm forgetting exactly but um and then there's like the third effect 
um, but, you know, the, this, this explosion, like a grenade, there's the sound, the air gets pushed for miles around, and that can still knock over buildings and people and hurt things and stuff. And then the third thing is the, like, the fallout material. And it's especially true with fission weapons that there's a lot of fallout material. Um, and this is radioactive particles that aren't stable and they have very short state uh, lives. So they, they're shooting off, you know, uh, either alpha, beta, or gamma particles, just the Greek alphabet. So there's alpha particles are uh, two protons fused together, basically a helium atoms uh, core. No neutrons, but it's it, it has high energy and it's ionized and it hits unit, and, but it doesn't go deep. It's kind of a big uh, particle, so it doesn't go deep. Uh, the the beta particles. Let me remind you, beta particles. Stop dumbass. Although I'm sounding like a dumbass, um, is a is a neutron, um, a transmutation of a neutron into a proton and electron. Okay, so beta beta radiation, yeah, is is when the electrons are shooting off of, of the proton, and you, you get a neutron. Uh, or you know, neutron splitting into a proton electron. And those electrons this are also ionized, and the protons are ionized and uh, ionized in radiation. And that's what people complain about with 5G. I think they're complaining about 5G. Um, and you know, it, those are smaller, so they get a little deeper. And then the stuff that gets deepest is gamma radiation, or the third type. Um, you know, alpha, beta, gamma is just ABC in Greek. Um, and gamma radiation is actually just light. I, energy light higher radiation or higher energy than x-rays and that fucks you up so um when they started the the fission experiments they leave lots of those particles behind uh that um you know like the daughter products of uranium and lead and um stuff plutonium they all have long uh they, they are just shooting stuff off left and right so there's a lot Sounds like me. That's why I got you know three kids, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, These uranium atoms are just bussing. Yeah, bussing. Uh, the the next task was to build a fusion weapon, though. So they built, um, you know, you you wrench, you take uranium ore, you put it through a centrifuge and get the densest ore, and that's going to be the richest stuff, and then you can refine it and. Uh, use other radioactive, naturally radioactive molecules to, you know, kind of uh, enrich it to the point that it will combust and stuff. So that's actually the all uh, atomic weapons, first the fission weapon, and then that fission weapon, what they figured out, what they brought the astrophysicist Dr. Bradley on to figure out was how to make a fusion weapon, which is infinitely more powerful than a fission weapon. Um, so, like, the payload of Hiroshima, um, uh, payload, a little more, more fat more, man, whatever they called it. More powerful 15 war kilotons. crimes. It's 15 kilotons. Yes. Okay. 15 kilotons of TNT. And so, um, uh, like, that is, I mean, it, the Moab, like, the bomb Trump dropped cause, just because he could, right? Yeah, no on that what order. up right what what's the it's 11 tons of oh not kilotons okay so anyways it's it's enough to destroy a small city right 15 kilotons of payload 
uh, of, of TNT equivalent. But fusion bombs can do hundreds or even thousands, which begins, you know, thousands kilotons is a megaton, right? So you're getting into megaton weapons of, of TNT. And Dr. Brownlee, like his quote that always struck out to me is when they did the first um, fusion weapon experiment and saw it, he's like, I thought like, I, th you know, he, he was in the army at the time and he thought like, oh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, like we saved all our GIs lives, not invading Japan, even though he, they didn't know at the time that they'd been lied to. He's like, I thought that, you know, that was a good idea. We saved all those boys lives from invading Japan, showing them who's boss with the uh, fission bombs. And then we made the fusion bomb. And I was like, there's no, he said, there's nobody I hate that much to use that weapon on. Because mm -hmm. you're not just destroying a city, you're destroying like a county size space of Earth, just completely removed. Black, just ash for a hundred miles or <laughs> so. Now, they figured out that they don't need bombs that big. Originally, they made bombs that big so because the intercontinental ballistic missiles that they were building were really inaccurate. So they're like, okay, we want to take out Moscow um, or an army column. We we need, but our weapon, we can only aim it within 50 miles. Well, how do we save that? We have a 100-mile wide blast radius. <laughs> so that's why the Russians built like the 54 megaton star bomb is because their right. missiles weren't accurate. Um, and then they figured Because out, of the vodka. Because, yeah. Uh, they, uh, but then they started tinker with the ratio of uranium, plutonium triggers. So it, it, um, one of the things that person said about nuclear weapons being real is like, oh, like a uranium trigger would instantaneously destroy the fusion um, part of the bomb because of the explosion, right? Well, no, what's happening is there's an X-ray burst out of the fusion core that's moving at the speed of light. And that actually reflects off of a container that then turns the whole container into plasma and then starts the fusion uh, combustion faster than the thermobaric explosion happens. There's a there's light moves the speed of light and the thermobaric thing moves the speed of sound as fast as it can move. Um, so yes, the the fusion weapons are possible because of you know speed of light's faster than the speed of sound by a lot. Um, so. They figured out by tinkering with the payload that you can actually get different ratios of alpha, beta, and gamma radiation out of the um, bomb. And so, and obviously missiles were getting more accurate at the time. So by the 60s and 70s, like the U.S. had figured out like, oh, when the Russian tank division goes across the Fulda Gap, we're going to do uh, airburst uh, gamma heavy payload and we'll actually be able to um kill all of the soldiers in the tanks instantaneously or nearly instantaneously but their equipment will be perfectly fine so they they triggered it all to be this high and like you just get x-rayed to death basically inside your tank and your tank's fine um which was like 
I, maybe people don't appreciate it about like a nuclear war today. Like, oh, they think like, oh, you just like wipe out the city, nobody wins. They have the weapons and they can tailor it in the field. They can change the payload in the field for different results. Like, you know, you can load a cannon with high explosive and um, like a, a armor piercing round and stuff like that. They can tailor exactly what they want to happen. They can like x-ray the soldiers to death in their tanks they can just vaporize them more or less uh or they could also the scariest part is they figured out how to make a really dirty explosion that just leaves lots of radioactive material is like an area denial weapon like basically like in world war one you're thinking oh like we can use um like mustard gas and it stays low and unless it there's wind or rain it just like denies the area like the enemy can't pass through this low area when they shell it with gas um so they were thinking oh we'll just deny total areas of movement to the enemy by doing a fallout load on on the uh 800 war crimes (laughs) (laughs) so they're tailoring all this shit perfectly now um, they uh, they figured out that they needed to start doing this underground because there's only so much Nevada to nuke, um, and so they started moving it underground. There's only there's only there's only so much Nevada we can nuke. Got to figure out something else, more Las sustainable. Vegas is right there, bro. Yeah, you could nuke Vegas. Yeah. Nuke nuke Vegas right back to the fucking. Just make it glass. Make it a sea of glass. Make Ben's, it a torch. outside huh? the range. It's okay. Yeah. I'm uh, fine. So lots of mountains in the way. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. good. Um, well, we'll we'll get to, to yeah, that in the last we'll part. But, don't, don't worry about the winds coming your way over that mountain or anything, no. or or the rain. Um, no, they were so they would like uh, they figure out they need to do this underground. Um, the U.S. and Russia both side issue. They're like, there's a little bit too much fallout in the air at this point, and. Um, nobody's uh nobody wants that right uh so they um start doing these underground tests and they develop a lot of techniques for um how to measure the results and the effects and stuff uh you've got you know different camera detectors uh that pick up the radiation you can actually the main way they did it was with seismographs to measure the earth shaking underneath but essentially, all of these atomic explosions um, end up being an artificial volcano. You're creating a huge thermobaric uh, pressure cell underneath the Earth full of freshly vaporized rock. Um, and it wants to go somewhere. So they still shoot out. And they originally used mine shafts for these uh, tests because it was cheap and, you know. Yeah. Wait, yeah. we should start doing this underground. Oh, there's an old abandoned mine in Nevada, right? You know, and the ben, poor teenage kids trying to get, get it on got fucking mm-hmm. nuked. That's what they get. And, yeah. Unless you get violating the NAP, bitch. All right, continue. <laughs> they, they, uh, so they put it down there. And um, so uh, Robert was telling me uh, the first underground fusion test that they did. They, uh, they put down this mine shaft and they're like, well, we don't want anybody to fall into the mine shaft that we uh, just, you know, put this nuke down. Well, because they're setting up all the test equipment around it, right? Yeah, nobody should wants to fall in. So um, 
they uh, put a manhole cover on top. And, you know, it's a few days in between actually launching the weapon and stuff. And they go up to Robert Brown, um, friendly, and they ask him, hey, you're, you're an astronomy guy, right? What? What do you think the speed of that um, uh, manhole cover will be if it gets shot off of the top? Because essentially they created a cannon, right? It's just the manhole yeah. mine shaft explosion shoots the manhole cover up. And uh, he said, okay, I'll, I'll do the math about that. Like, this should be the payload. This should be, you know, how much pressure it should have as it moves up the thing. And um, he measured it, and it's, it had uh, not only enough velocity to get out of the Earth's gravity, it would have enough velocity to escape the sun altogether. Oh, Jesus. Um, and so the first Baller. integral... They they took Dang. twenty thousand frame per second footage of the mine as they set the nuke off, and they got that manhole cover flying through the air for three frames. <laughs> Yo, listen, that's how we send people to the moon. That's how we get to Mars faster, right? Like, how how long does it take to get to Mars normally? No, right and now? this gave them the idea for Project Orion, which is okay. a real thing. Okay, go on. Project Orion was an operation to build, like, you just build a giant spacecraft uh, with, like, a huge, like, concrete steel, like, bumper, and you just shoot a nuke out the bottom, and it blows you up um, into the sky. And um, the theoretical, it's, it's like, ten times as efficient as rockets are at getting you into space. Oh, no sh- oh yeah, no shit. Yeah. Mm. I don't know why they don't do it. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> another thing that they shot down this time around this is the 60s uh another thing they wanted to do but decided not to do is they really wanted to beat the russians to the moon it was kind of like a serious thought in nasa slash the mm. government's head that the russians were going to get to the moon first because they'd done everything else first right yeah that's why they and, faked it in texas or hollywood my bad hollywood yeah um and so they uh they came up with operation nuke the moon um, oh, yeah. This is a legit oh. thing too. You can look this up, where there's they were saying like, you know what we can just do, if we want to get some moon rocks, we can just blow up the part of the moon and have some moon rocks hit us. Um, and so uh, some <laughs> astronomers were like, let's not do that. Um, and then uh, after that, they uh, you know the U.S. stopped testing. I mean, when's the last? Um, God, it's been a while. Yeah. By the US. What's it, wait a minute. Last 1992. I was about to make a joke like it was like a month before oh, COVID. Shit. 1992? Yeah, I'm like, it's been a long time. Been a long I th- time. No, I thought there were more. Uh, or I thought it was not that recent. Like, yeah, like, like you thought it was longer than that? So yeah, I supposedly, like, I mean, North Korea did some tests recently, no, but I'm just talking about the U.S.'s. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Culture here, because just um, no, the Ukrainians tested one a, a few a few uh, years ago, right? So, um, hmm. okay, the uh, 1992. I guess I haven't been alive during the atomic explosion. That's interesting. The uh, wait, what year are you? Or, or, I keep forgetting the I'm U.S. Old. New I forget I'm old as shit. Well, not old as other people, but out of us four, I'm the oldest piece of shit, apparently. Good for me. Old man. Old man Um, river. 
continue. <laughs> uh, what was I just thinking about though? The testing. Oh, like the, like they haven't tested in a long time. The uh, yeah, they haven't tested in a long time, but they have lost. Uh, like so they, they, they have many the thing that's scary. Lost. Government efficiency, the, people. The scary thing, like the reason I say like nukes are scary, people realize. There's, there's a couple of things I want to get into. Is so one, the first thing was just they they can like kill you with an EMP burst and like hmm. leave all your material goods perfectly fine and you know walk in. Um, two um, is that they are. Um, I just had the point there. Oh, they lose the weapons all the time. Um, they they uh, have lost. They admit that they have lost six nuclear weapons. Wasn't they there a movie about the uh, fears that, that one mm. nuke was missing and they're freaking out? They that don't was, freak out about it. Yeah, they, they don't, don't even care that much. They they'll, so they'll be like flying. Um, like this would happen routinely in the seventies and eighties. They would be like just flying transporting because all the B-52s had a full loadout like ready to bear mm -hmm. and were in the air 24-7 during the height of the Cold War. And like people would just fuck up and accidentally hit the deploy button. They wouldn't they didn't ever arm the nukes because the nukes have to be armed with a special key. Um, but they would accidentally drop nukes on the US <laughs> all the time. Yeah, nice. Base, keep it up, keep it up. Bunk and hit into a <laughs> or in the middle of a field, something they have to go pick it up. But like six of them, they never found. Uh, and they, they those are like generally over water is where they lost them. So, um, um let's talk about Ancapistan with nukes. Oh, hmm. wait, really quick. Well, I, okay, yeah, no, no, no. I do want to finish like two. two oh no, you 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 finish, and then we're gonna we're gonna start shit posting here in about six to seven minutes. So yeah, you, okay, you continue. Okay. Let me, clear it out. Let me finish. The third thing that's scary about uh, nukes that's worse than you think is that they are uh, the field, uh, which kind of plays in the second one. The field level of deploying them is extremely low. It's not actually up to the president. Um, Soldiers, uh, like, or Air Force commanders, um, and naval uh, commanders. When it comes to like a U.S. fleet, uh, like any aircraft carrier has uh, several nukes aboard, and they have at the captain level authorization mm, to use like, a nuke nope. if they deem it defensive. Don't like that. Um. And and like uh, Air Force commanders, like if they're in Korea, like it, they have deferred to the, you know, like the Air Force captain that's the bomber department to detachment, like sailing around. This is why North Korea and Russia freak out all the time when we're doing war games, is because, like, those nukes are fucking armed and ready to drop, and they have authorization to do it at a captain level. Okay, like the nuclear football is made, like that's the made up part of nukes. It's like the president doesn't actually, like, you know, have like that control over it. it it's like the ICBM system domestically is like what he has a right to, I'm assuming. Yeah, the president has the control over like, let's, let's launch all the missiles. 
but we have um you know this is getting into the ukraine shit right is that like we're deploying a missile defense system in not only like on the border of russia so close to their icbm sites that they could they can't actually retaliate in time for us so there's there's no longer mutually assured destruction if we deploy our missile defense system in ukraine uh, which is why putin is saying like this is the red line i cannot there's no safety in the world anymore if we don't have mutually assured description that's what's mm-hmm. kept everything mm-hmm. good for the last 70 years and now you're saying well that's why the... Know, the u.s is a mono nuclear power what's well, all like with 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 russia just like the quick sidebar is that why why the ukraine shit is interesting is because they want to put like a is it like a nato make it a nato country but nato is specifically anti-russia so it's like if you have that there then we have a big problem with russia at that and point. i was in the 90s they were open discussions of bringing nato into or russia into nato like mm-hmm. people were thinking like hey world peace these these people overthrew the communists for us they're our best friends they should be in not NATO real communism us. bro uh, which like that's it was state right? capitalism bro that's what drives me insane about the fucking uh like the trump russia thing is like um like these people like the russians no more brother wars i no like wars. vodka i like ak's okay and, and you know i sorry tonight i have my uh written house special with oh me. shit oh, yeah show that baby off real quick yeah, MP15. How many I, pedophiles I you kill with different... that? Sorry? Like, how many pedophiles you kill it with that right now? <laughs> none yet. None yet. As far as the courts are concerned, none. It's like, as, far as, none your business. as far as my, my GTA roleplay, seven. Oof. Like, why, why can't we just be best friends with the Russians right now? Like, Well, don't worry. I mean... I, I doubt the EU is going to try to step on toes, considering they're like the godsend of oil for the entirety of the West. Oh that yeah. Area. Well, so they're closing they down got... all their nuke plants and burning oil instead. And Russia's the only, and Norway, but Russia's really the only place they can. The the major one. Nor- Norway's like, what? Like I can't even think of like the 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 fraction comparatively to what Russia could do. Yeah, I mean, you got oil. so think about who in NATO. Is opposing, uh, or, or who is asking for uh, the Ukraine Take not to join? It's the U.S. and the U.K. Really, the I didn't know that. Oil producers <clears throat> in really? NATO don't want uh, don't want Russia and uh, Germany to be trading oil, and so they want um, they're pushing for Ukraine to join. NATO so that they can have an energy monopoly on exp- exporting oil to Western Europe. Okay. But okay. if they all just converted to nukes like France, France is like the ultimate detente right here. France is saying, just convert to nukes like us. We get 70 plus percent of our power from nukes. We don't give a fuck. You know? And sure, we stole the uranium insane. from the Congo, but whatever. Well, you know what's... Uh, what's was it, France is interesting because like when I got into healthcare debates... Like years ago, this is like my first time. Like I was like I was still like a Republican or whatever on Tumblr, and I was getting into these arguments about healthcare. Like your shit's stupid. 
like France is like, you know, healthcare it's still it's socialism. But I'm like, how are they doing like how are you cutting costs? Nuclear power. <laughs> Nuclear. So one one last point Nuclear. before I yeah, close yeah, on nukes yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Um Dr. Brownlee, his um kind of his final project in life was to be a whistleblower about this stuff. And uh, one of the things he discovered is that um, they could take the daughter products of fission materials. And so this is where my other degree comes into play with atmospheric and oceanic science um, and climate. Uh, So when it comes to climate, so they could use uh, the cloud formation is highly dependent upon high energy particles hitting the atmosphere, causing or, or and ionized particles hitting the atmosphere, causing the alignment of water molecules so that they can form droplets, uh, so that they can form clouds. And um, if that doesn't happen, then um, you don't get clouds, it doesn't rain, and there's drought. Um, so what they figured out was that they could seed radioactive particles into the jet stream, and those particles would they emit in random directions. And because of that, it would cause the water molecules to be randomly ionized in different directions. Traditionally, the ionizing radiation is coming from space. And so it's all down facing. So clouds can form. Mm-hmm. Well, if you seed radioactive particles from the bottom or in the middle or sideways or stuff like that, you can suppress cloud formation. You can induce drought above certain places. And so he actually wrote a paper describing this from the Department of Energy, which was the civilianized version of the nuclear program over to NASA to say that we need to be on the washout. We need to monitor fallout in the atmosphere because the US or another power that's enriching um, physical materials could be seeding clouds in inducing climate change that way. we're going to get like a bunch of disclaimers under this episode, but I'm telling you, I this hope is so. an astrophysicist and a climate scientist. This is a real thing. Ski resorts pay millions of dollars every year to seed clouds right now. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, see, are... I'll see the cloud right now, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just like when they did in Vietnam. All... Yeah. And Vietnam as yeah. well and stuff. So that they, but they can figure out how they could, Put a subtle amount of fallout material into the atmosphere and completely starve the surrounding area and change the temp- a cloud suppressed temperature. Then there's no clouds in the air. You know, temperatures go up, right? So because um, the H2O is a greenhouse, it's actually a primary greenhouse gas in the atmosphere. And if it doesn't form clouds, it's not reflecting any light. Um, so it is much more efficient than CO2 in that. Uh, when it just is late in the atmosphere, the humidity is much higher. So that's what I wanted to like end on is just saying yeah. like climate change, like, you know, the CO2 thing is like, it is a greenhouse gas, water is a greenhouse gas, and they can turn it into an even more efficient greenhouse gas by cloud seeding with radioactive fallout. Uh, so it's all a conspiracy. Everything the government tells yeah. you is lie. So climate and- change is a psyop from the government to um I had something I was going with that. I was, I was going somewhere with that. It's it's a virtue conspiracy I, theory I, where you, I, you, I, you I, just admit I, to everything you're doing but in a different way. 
so that's still true, but it's also a conspiracy. Yeah. Well, if if um, if climate change is caused by the general CO two emission of humans participating in an industrial modern economy, then it's all our fault. And we have to pay taxes, right? But if climate change is potentially caused by the government seeding uh, visible materials into the jet stream, um, then we can point our finger at a specific person. Here's an interesting uh, well, question. I feel like it's probably just um, actually Lin probably Linda. Both. Linda in the chat, Max was asking, yeah. "Do all the people in your field know the truth?" Um, I think if you get people one by one. If you get people one by one and explain it to them, it makes complete sense. And then you drop on them that like they could be doing this right now. And how would we know? Um, not to mention like the geopolitical stuff uh, that they just kind of ignored. Scientists are whores for the government and they will do yeah, say yeah, anything yeah, yeah. to get a paycheck. And so um, they are really, really good at avoiding any thought that contradicts or might get in the way of earning that paycheck um so if you get them one-on-one -on -one and kind of like build up to that they will um work on it but i think i mean this whole covid thing has shown as well that um yeah they're all sluts Dr. sucking Fauci. up the teeth of the gentle taxpayer mm, yeah, i heard i heard titties and 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 taking it from taxpayers that sounds mm. kind of base because if you don't pay taxes, base. you suck free taxes. That's just free money, baby. All right, so we got about eight minutes left. Climate change is a conspiracy to keep us broke and starving so that women cannot develop big naturals. Dead ass. Dead ass, baby. I thought, I thought like, breast sizes, like, increased over the years. I thought that was, like, a thing that happened just in general. Well, some of it's exactly. That's why they're peddling climate change so hard. That's why my they ass is, well, no, my ass is fat genetic-wise, either way. Show well, me. Australia, <laughs> highest carbon emissions per capita, biggest tits per capita. Yeah, but then they're Australian. I, that's that's I like a net worked. negative. That's 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 not a plus in any way, because then you then you have to deal with Australians, which are a mixed bag. If if you said All like of them were extremely based, like the oh oh probably, guy. but yeah, but that was like in the cowboy times. It's kind of hard not to be based back then. Like everybody was based. Like even like the horrible people that we all hate are still technically based in one way or another. If you want to use a term, the original. Like, I way. hate Teddy. Technically, but technically, Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. So based. He 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 just took one thing from every political spectrum and really just kind of made a goulash, a cosmic gumbo, if you will. Mm. So I think Ben and I are going to have to do an episode going out west and um, invite you know. Yo, I've been talking. I've been I've been talking about for the like, longest fucking time, like the Moonlit Network. So it's like, like maybe we don't do this every week, you know? Like we, this is like a once a month or something. And then all you fucker, you know, I'm just going to bring Max in because Max is more interested in doing podcast episodes than fucking Ben, bitch. Okay, hate you. But no, like, little fucking network, you know? Where you guys, like, Yammer talks about, I don't know, the a Twink Harem every fucking week or month. It's just it's just three hours of, like, me on crack. Yeah. Just just saying the same thing in a loop, but in different ways. So I just did a speedball, and I'm fucking... I'm in a gay just, bar. Let's see what happens. Just... <laughs> <laughs> and anyways, 
We're gonna use log cabin because oh, Abraham oh, Lincoln no. was a bisexual. No, that's what it is. Is Ambrose like I just took a bunch of poppers, bro? Like I just did a popper. Let's go. We're going to the gay club. And, and no, you know, so it's, just relax. It's, it's just me on the toilet because I'm just shitting. Like it's just a loose, loose ship. It's yeah. like a water slide with like ju- you're just throwing yeah. like rubber duckies down. Not not fat American people. Just it's just all going down, just through and oh, through. So quick thing, because we have some new new people. Well, n- new people for actually probably Yimra maybe, because everyone in the ch- like the people in the chat right now are uh, mostly from Frank's show. Quite frankly, like Linda's mm. in there, John Otter I know is uh, from over there, and, and I don't know, Frank I don't know keeps inviting like. me back, but I just like he doesn't give me like a solid date to like prepare to come back on. So. Oh really? Maybe show. you should. You absolutely should. But like, I can plug this podcast while I'm there too. Be like, you yeah, can you, see me you can. Because the thing is, what what mm-hmm. we we oh, he's like Drew is too. So like we we what I normally do over here with the guys is we just talk shit constantly. Sometimes I've guests on like Max to talk about things. Mainly, it's just we just talk about the news and we give from the the anarchist perspective, anarcho capitalist perspective. I just want you guys to be very clear on what you're listening to. We're not communists. We're capitalists. But we hate the government. So putting putting that out there. Because it's like, oh yeah, like I just don't like things. And I I I came off as pretty clearly anti-communist slash uh, anti-government, right? I'm like the only one with like the the little fucking was it the Greek leaf shit where I'm just I try to be like, all right, well, their perspective, okay. And then, then you, and then that's it. That's that's about as close as we get to being egalitarian on that, bro. I like. Oh, can we talk about the? Ooh, <laughs> how an anarchist society would have the best gay sex? No, I'm just kidding. Maybe it would. No, uh-huh. that that would be the anarcho-communist because Oops, almost an all of them are though? so gay. No. Oh yeah, personal nukes. Of course, yes. That uh, in Kazakhstan. No, I want to say like way earlier about the like the UN. They have something in their I don't know what declaration or so like not declaration, but like it's something in the laws of human rights that, or some shit that that they believe that people should have small like a small amount of like, a nuclear weapon, like something that was like below a certain level of the fucking intensity when it so, blows so up. Just- just like the fat man from like Fallout, just like a little like shoulder launched fucking catapult, like mini nuke. Well, no, the, exactly. the UN like charter. So the proliferation is is that every nation on Earth has a sovereign right to explore nuclear energy and to produce and cultivate it, um, and they can enrich materials which are not usable in an atomic bomb, which is true. Like both are true. Like that's what that's what Iran's been doing. For thirty years, if if Iran wanted a nuke, they could have one in two weeks. That's or they or they just they just don't say they have one if they're smart. Well, I mean, like we don't we don't give the Ayatollah enough credit. I've been on record saying that the Taliban's based, and the Ayatollah is also based in saying that nuclear (laughs) weapons are haram. Okay, they are and chemical weapons and biological weapons are haram. It's the U.S. funding. And China funding that is proliferating bioweapons into general society. Like, there's conspiracies, COVID doesn't exist. I mean, I think we all got COVID at this point, and it was the mild. Clap. I, I, got, I got, I got, I got my bus seat. Bioweapon out of it. The clap that is. US funded, 
Chinese lab. Okay, it's like an applause released at the World Military Games, and um, that's just my thoughts on that. But uh, not confirmed, but it's definitely yeah. true. No, the, um, the COVID came from a bus seat in in um, Indonesia. I ran. COVID came from a Glorio. What do I have against Iran? Russia never released no bioweapon on me. Come on. Yeah, right. No Russia never called me intel. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Give it time. Yeah, give it time, baby. Yeah. All right, boys. Uh, I think we're going to call it for the evening. And I think we're going to have to do a part two or something at some point. I don't know. See how it goes. Look, not even a part two. Just we have Max on again. Max, I feel like every week you just you know what you're just gonna be the fourth fucking co-host. How's that sound? I I'm happy if you have another guest. Just I will sit in the background. I'm good at sit, I like that one show. I will just disable like no no, just audio from you. No video. Just say like you need yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Blonde, sounds right. Right. I, yeah, a, bunch of, a bunch of black-haired kings around here. We need yeah. a little little white Keanu Reeves type beat. Anyway. Yeah, the non-Asian mm. Keanu as, Reeves. As I, as, I, as I brought up earlier, don't worry. It's not it's not like a that Tumblr ass. post or it's fakes. So, <laughs> awful. But to everyone in the chat, thank you for coming out. And to my boys in the chat with me, have a good night. Mm-hmm.